obviously you've watched GE for a long time. You were a shareholder for quite a number of years from 2008 through when you sold those uh, shares that were at $27 at that point. Um, big changes. They're restating uh, earnings for a couple of years and, and talking about some different accounting standards that have been put into place. But it does sound like they are changing the way they account for some long-term contracts. It, it sounds that way. I mean, I haven't read anything. I've just been sitting here. But it, it sounds like they are changing that when you build a ship or something like that over five years, not that they're building ships, but you, you do have ways of, of accounting for sort of the in-process activity. Sure. And, and companies can be quite aggressive in that. They can be quite conservative in that. And, and I, ha I don't know anything specific about General Electric. You would understand John Flannery coming in and wanting to... Uh, Clean house. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, and make sure that he's doing things his way sure. uh, going through the entire process. Sure. Yeah, yeah if, if I w were brought into run GE, which they never would do and they'd be wise not to, but there'd be a lot to get your mind around. I mean, you know, from, from the old insurance contracts to, to these long-term contracts and service contracts, and there's just a lot on your plate. And uh, so the fact that you don't have it all in place the first day or the first week or the first month, I don't, I don't blame anybody for that. There's, there, there's, things, there's things to learn with something that complicated and widespread. Okay. Um, one thing that we got a lot of questions that people wrote in about are, are variations on, on forms of corporate social responsibility. I'll, I'll start with one of the questions um, that came in. This is from Tamanori Ishikawa, who wrote two topical questions. Does Berkshire invest or own gun manufacturers? And then number two, actuarially, does gun ownership have an effect on property and casualty premiums? And, and these are, uh, there were a lot of questions in this vein that came in, just given the headlines that have been out there uh, about what's been happening with school shootings. Yeah. But broader than that, just corporate social responsibility yeah. overall and some of the things Larry Fink's talked about. Yeah, we don't own any gun manufacturers, but, but I have not issued any edict, for example, to the two managers that, that uh, run money besides me at, at Berkshire that they can't own stock in, in gun manufacturers. They can own stock in ma gun manufacturers. They can own stock in liquor manufacturers. We do own stock in Diageo and have for a long time, which is uh, a liquor manufacturer. And so uh, we haven't, uh, uh, but to my knowledge, we don't, uh, I, I know we don't own any, uh, have no any uh, gun manufacturers. And, and uh, the second point. The was, second point was, does from an actuarial perspective, does gun ownership have an effect on property and, 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 and casualty no, it really premiums? Doesn't. It's it really not doesn't. something that weighs no, in. No, uh, there might be some very weird personal policy that you might conceivably, uh, but in terms of standard business, no. That, 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 I don't know of any. I don't know if any time it's come up in the years I've been in the insurance business. There, there is a movement from Larry Fink uh, at BlackRock and from others who are, are kind of stepping into this saying that they would like to have more of an impact on the companies that they are investing in, that they would like to have maybe a little more say in what's happening. Um, it's an arena that can get pretty fraught um, with potential missteps, though, because by taking a stand, you're potentially alienating half, up to half of your customers. So where, where do you come down? Yeah, it's, it's complicated. I mean, did I... But I've been cheering for what was going on at Wells Fargo. If I know about it years ago, but Wells Fargo, we do lots of business with them. They, 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 they made a big mistake, and some others that flowed out of the big mistake. But uh, Berkshire's made mistakes, and you know I got involved in Solomon when they made a mistake. I, 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 you will not find any large company that doesn't have some problems of one sort or another. I mean, uh, that, and the best, the best defense is a hotline, and and and. Uh, 
we have found out more things that have been wrong at Berkshire through the hotline. But I, I think this is a little different than finding out cases of fraud or wrongdoing or somebody doing things that are wrong. This is a case of, uh, of investing companies, of banking companies, potentially getting in and saying, we don't agree with a particular group, be it the NRA, be it uh, we want to take a stand on immigration, something along those lines. You do see more and more CEOs who are kind of wading into the political arena and making their views known. You're somebody who's not shied away from talking about who you vote for and who you support. Yeah, no, no, in terms of politics, uh, you know, I have not put my politics in a blind trust. On the other hand, I don't speak for Berkshire in doing that. Berkshire, to my knowledge, Berkshire at the parent he's never had any contributions to politicians. And I don't believe that imposing my views on 370,000 employees and a million shareholders. I mean, they don't, I'm not their nanny on that. Uh, uh, and if I, I worked for Hillary, but I don't, I don't, I don't know who our managers worked for uh, or voted for. And uh, uh, so I, I think you have to be pretty careful uh, if you're saying, you know, we're not going to fly on this airline because of that, or we're not going <laughs> to use this railroad because of that in terms of social stuff. Because you, and you'll, you'll, you'll find something. I mean, I, I admire enormously Walmart and Costco. They sell cigarettes, too. I think cigarettes are good. We, we actually distribute between the manufacturer through our McLean company to Walmart and 7-Elevens and all kinds of people's cigarettes. I, I, I think that uh, I think it's a mistake to get start getting personal views and try and trying to pose them on an organization. Yeah, we have seen a, a lot of that just over the last couple of weeks since the last school shooting. Uh, yeah. And there have been some companies... Well, I've got views on gun laws, yeah. but, but, I, but I don't think they're Berkshire's views. <laughs> and so you don't think it's something that corporate boards should be talking about? I think you should be pretty careful before the company takes an, takes an, a, a big political opinion and and something the society has decided that they say well we're going to we're going to have a different view now uh, I, I also think people individually should very much express their views I mean I think what the kids are doing uh, there is very admirable but but I don't think that Berkshire should say we're not going to do business with people that own guns I think it'd be ridiculous <laughs> Okay, Let, let's talk about some of the holdings that uh, we mentioned before. At the end of the last block, we were talking about Apple, which is the stock, according to the filings that we've seen, that you've been buying most frequently and most heavily. There are a lot of questions that have come in on Apple, and uh, people want to know why you're doubling or tripling down on this stock yeah, at this well, point. They may want to know, but I'm not going to tell them. <laughs> I, I mean, they, they can look at our actions, and we have to report those every three months. But we're not in the investment advisory business. <laughs> Why do you yeah, it like takes it? propriety. The views, you know, those are proprietary in effect to Berkshire. They belong to the Berkshire shareholders. Just in terms of uh, one question that came in, there was someone who was asking about, uh, you've long touted the stocks that you've bought into by drinking, drinking Coca-Cola or eating at Dairy Queen or doing all of these different things to talk about the stocks and the companies that Berkshire owns, but you still have your flip phone. I uh, wanted to know if you were ever going to get a smartphone, an Apple phone. Yeah, well, Tim Cook's asked me that. <laughs> I, uh, well, the answer is just I'm out of touch. But, but, the, but uh, I tell Tim that as long as I haven't gotten one, the market's not saturated. I mean, <laughs> the day I buy one, there's probably nobody left after that. <laughs> 
I want to talk through a couple of the other stocks that you all hold, too. Uh, one question that came in uh, from Kraft Heinz was a question about the announcement that Kraft Heinz just put out. This came from Ivan the K. He says, is this a sign that Mr. Buffett is scaling back his direct participation in the business? He was referring to the headline, Kraft Heinz reports, retirement of Warren Buffett no. from board. That's, that's, uh, I wasn't on any outside board till the Kraft well, until the Heinz deal came along first. And then the 3G, our partners, asked if I would go on for a while. And I said, fine. But it takes, there's five meetings a year. It's about a day and a half for a meeting. I mean, you, you go in the previous afternoon and you think. So it, it's really a day and a half. So if you have five meetings, that's seven and a half days a year. We have two other people on the board from Berkshire. And the truth is, I'll talk to the 3G fellows the same way. So it, it doesn't change anything about it. It just saves me seven and a half days a year. And, and I don't want to be on any outside boards. I mean, it just, it's, it's time consuming and, and uh, I haven't got that much time. But it doesn't indicate any Zero. of a, a, oh, no, of no. a declining we, interest in the We're not going to change a share. We, we've, got, we've got Greg Abel and, 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 and Tracy Britt Cool on the board. We could have put somebody additional ourselves, but Alexander Van Damme is going on there. I know him. He's got a huge investment in the company. I love the fact he's much, can be a much better director than I am, and he likes to travel. Hey there. Thanks for checking out CNBC on YouTube. Be sure to subscribe to stay up to date on all of the day's biggest stories. You can also click on any of the videos around me to watch the latest from CNBC. Thanks for watching.